On this episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, the local geeks, network of spies, have brought us some new brews for us to try, and jerky as well. So, that's interesting. What are we talking about? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Expensive watches. Uh, relevant news. TV. A new uh, computer game that Howard's watching somebody else play. Trust me, it's more entertaining than I'm making it sound. It, it's kind of late and... I need to go to bed, but don't worry. You're in a good place. Welcome to the show. It's Howard Blues and V Mark Kidder. Pork all beverage, porpoises. Enjoy time with friends. The Triple B. Well, the Triple B sucks. Okay. Come on. Whatever, man. This is Beer Blues and BS. Online at BeerBluesBS.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Beer Blues MBS, the podcast that's working for a living, you know, living and working. We're taking what they're given because we're working for a living. I'm your host, Howard Blues, here, as always, with my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, the Mark Kidder. Kidder, how are you doing tonight? I am uh, present. I am here. It is another show. And we are back from being on the road. So take that as you will. How are you doing? Well, uh, you know, it, 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 it's been a couple of weeks. Uh, That's not the phrase. Well, I, I know it's not the phrase, but it, it's the truth. And uh, I, I'm back, you know, I, last week's episode, I didn't make it the whole way through. I would have loved to have stayed and continue to chat with you and Big D, but um, health got the better of me. And I'd like to say I'm in peak condition after some rest, but there has been no rest. And hence, so I'm even rocking the the tired Howard voice. So, and uh, so since you're all jet lagged and traveled out and uh, I sound like the walking dead, it's a good that, thing. That that's we, how you roll. Well, I was going to say we uh we're, we're bringing in uh somebody to help liven up the show help bring some energy the big and guns. To, yeah and to help kind of you know carry us across the finish line with this one uh ladies and gentlemen making his return to the show it is the triple b brewmaster the local geek is here local geek how you doing tonight the number one viewer of our show <laughs> probably uh, i'm doing good guys thanks for having me back on uh I, I can't say it's been a week like you guys. It's been a pretty decent one this week for me. So, um, in fact, I'm not even rocking. It's been a week glass. I got the the traditional beer blues BS. Look at that classic, awesome pint glass available at beerbluesbs.com. Click on merch or streamlabs.com slash beerbluesbs slash merch. Shop well. I, I'm just waiting for Kidder to eventually make the shirt that says we have merch at beerbluesbs.com. <laughs> well, I like wearing different shirts each week and that would just get boring visually. <laughs> Doesn't do anything for the audio listeners. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm like the exact opposite. I'm almost always wearing one of the same hoodies because my basement is frigid all the time and uh, such. So. You should get a fan. A, a fan? Yeah. I, I got one. He's on the, the line. <laughs> I don't see a I, line over there. 
my basement gets cold in the wintertime and I got a little space heater next to me. Hmm. Sounds like somebody's thinking ahead. <laughs> he doesn't have to wear no stinking hoodie. Well, I mean, I do also have a gas fireplace down here, but... What is it out? Is it out of gas? You no, need to I just, fill it up? I just have it turned it on. I don't need to, like, heat up my basement. Apparently so. you do because you have a sweatshirt on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. And uh, if we're going to get through that, that means, uh, gentlemen, we should do some drinking, which means we should get to everybody's favorite segment, which is what's on tap. And uh, local geek, you brought us this as part of a larger shipment of uh, beer from your network of spies but it's like a hair package yeah the spies were very efficient this round yeah it's uh this is pretty impressive i was surprised <laughs> when kidder stopped at my doorstep and he's like here it's like oh I, we're gonna be drinking this beer for months <laughs> well me i mean boy kidder drinks you know weeks <laughs> I'll, I'll be on a few times with you guys probably when you have them, and, but feel free to have them other times too. I did mention to him the bottled ones. Uh, I already drank my bottles of except for one of them. So, mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so I picked out at least the one we're starting with uh, because I am parent in charge this week, so this is my one, and uh, as I told the gents before the show, I picked the one that was in the largest can and with the highest uh, alcohol by volume. So uh, the three of us are starting off uh, with the from the Tilted Barn Brewery out of Exeter, Rhode Island, the Littlefield American IPA, to which Kidder groaned and has one more reason to hate Howard. This goes. Uh, this is naturally unfiltered, farm-brewed, made in Rhode Island. 6.3% uh, alcohol by volume. It comes in pints. And uh, what we have on the back here is says, Store cold, enjoy fresh. Littlefield. Littlefield is a beer that has been years in the making for us here at Tilted Barn. When it started as a seed for an idea... Uh, what has started as a seed for Gitter's distracted me because he's trying to show me the expiration date on the bottom of the can, which is in the corner of my vision. Um, what started as a seed for an idea <laughs> has grown into an amazing IPA that you now hold in your hands. Like it's just in one hand. Take that, Cam. Uh, Littlefield features our signature house yeast, the base of. Uh, Base of pale malt, white wheat, and heavy dose of oats with a drop of hop blend of Citra, Idaho 7, and Sycamore. Uh, Littlefield exhibits a bold mix of dank citrus notes. That is not a description I would normally choose in a beer. Mixed berries and subtle bursts of pine. Located in our authentic New England-style post and bean barn, we are proud to be Rhode Island's first farm brewery. Our small batch handcrafted ales and lagers are best enjoyed fresh. So be sure to visit us for a true farmed pine experience. Cheers, Matt and Kara. To the Barn Brewery, 1 Helmsley Place, Exterior, Rhode Island, 
0-2-8-2-2. You can also find them online at TiltedBarnBrewery.com. Please recycle and help keep the ocean state clean. So, If they were uh, an ocean state, then they wouldn't have any land mass. Well, I just cracked mine open and it's angry. <clears throat> so, Before you did that, did you see the expiration date on the bottom? No, I was busy trying to read, and I'm just watching the bottom of your can kind of go in and out as you were trying to get focus. It was very distracting. I've been trying to get focused for a while. Um, it uh, <laughs> it uh, expired in May. So, so may rats. the beer be with us. It definitely smells of hops. I will say my spy purchased it like maybe a month ago at best. So. <laughs> Hmm. So, well, gents, this could be good. It could be bad. Either way, it's an IPA. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to doing the thing. And the thing with the thing. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Mm -hmm. Well, it's an IPA. Yeah. Anybody, uh, Anybody getting the mixed berries flavor coming through? Barely. Yeah, I'm picking up a little bit of sweetness that would come from the berries, probably. Mm -hmm. how, how about any of those uh, dank citrus notes? It does have kind of a dank odor. Is it definitely a dank aftertaste? <laughs> or is that like a, a rank stank? I don't know. The uh, subtle bursts of pine are kind of in your face, so yeah, <laughs> it's not as not as subtle as I had hoped. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed every time I have an IPA on this show, I take a drink and and suddenly it almost makes me have a stroke because it always just hits me weird. And IPAs are the only thing that does that to me. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe you're allergic to IPAs. I wouldn't doubt it because there's a lot of pine in here. A lot of that outdoorsy type stuff shoved in here. And the planet likes to try and kill me. So that probably, I guess I'm going to have to get uh, an analgesic. Have that on standby. <laughs> Maybe an antihistamine as well. Yeah. And you just got to get people to stop bringing you IPAs. <clears throat> I mean, that would be okay if they actually cared. Then they would know. But I don't think they care. I, I would like to mention, though, uh, Dialectic recently released a new IPA that is actually pretty good. And you may like it, Kidder. It's still got kind of that bitter hoppiness. But the hop that they used is an experimental hop that has of course oak bourbon is. barrel flavor. <laughs> and vanilla and it's so no, it comes comes across vanilla comes across more like a uh almost like a darker beer but with pretty hop forward flavors but it is still pretty light in color hmm. i'll let howard take one for the team or you because you like I, it and you get out i, I have had it and it's not bad i would drink it again oh, yeah i might have to try that that actually sounds kind of good so uh, 
while while Kidder is recovering from that sip he just took, uh, local geek, I, I do have a beer that I will have to get to you at some point. Because uh, while I was out in Dickinson, I stopped in at a Cashwise to get my dinner and uh, checked out their liquor store to see just if they offered anything that I hadn't seen around here. And uh, picked up an interesting thing. And I was like, oh, okay. I can only get into a six pack. I'm like, okay, well, I'll try it. It's interesting. And then when I went to pull two cans off to give to Kidder so he could have one and give one to JS, I saw that it was also a pale ale. And I'm like, oh. So when <laughs> Kidder came over, I'm like, I'm sorry. I got excited about one thing on this. And uh, <clears throat> it uh, didn't, didn't realize what it really was. So. Is it from. Catfish? No. No? No. Uh, it is out Good of guess. the... No! <laughs> Let it be a surprise. Okay. He shall be surprised. <laughs> I will be surprised. I was curious because I haven't really seen a lot of their stuff around here. But I have seen it in like uh, liquor stores and stuff other places. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did look because they did have some stuff from Fatfish. Uh, but nothing that really like jumped out me a whole lot and i really didn't want to buy like a ton of beer so about a half ton how about a quarter ton throw it in the back of the truck let's go well it's not a truck i drive a little toyota matrix so right maybe 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 you had a state fleet vehicle you're out out in the the western territories and you need to uh get with the times out there, the rugged terrain, and so then you had to get a truck, and it's like a rock that's built tough, and and you're out there on the range, and you get in a hat, and and suddenly you're you're out there watching the sunset and letting the steers just go right on through into the pasture, and you tip your hat back, and you got a nice to nice uh, fresh fresh frothy beer and you just kind of toast to the uh, toast to the times uh, no I have my personal vehicle out there because I have to run some personal errands and they frown upon you using state fleet vehicles for that so <clears throat> rules man Rules. Not like anybody driving those vehicles actually follows the rules. Oh no, I well I okay, I do. You know. Mm. But the number of times, Kidder, that I've been riding up and down the old interstate and I get passed by a state fleet vehicle, and I know like I'm right on the speed limit. Yeah. Yeah, you know what you should do? Have a notepad and go. <laughs> and then just set the set the world ablaze. I'm just uh, waiting for DOT to eventually get to that point where they're like, hey, we're going to... Because my dad, when he worked for Butler Cat, they actually had this. Uh, their fleet vehicles were set so that if you went over 80 miles per hour, it would actually send an email to your boss, letting them know that you were speeding in a fleet vehicle. So I'm waiting for DOT to get that. You know, you say that, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's not like 
the state will actually put money where it's needed. So I doubt that's high on the priority list because they just like having, you know, emails and notices and calls because that's efficient. Well, enough inside baseball for this episode. Um, And no, we're not going to talk about baseball. So Kidder can be happy. (laughs) So uh gents i i have kind of been away from the world uh in a cabin with no tv no internet anything like that uh so i'm a little bit behind anything exciting going on in the world that i need to be caught up on anything interesting did you hear that they took the skywalk down over university avenue no (laughs) and mcveigh has been torn down and rebuilt and you're crushing my heart here. West was also torn down and will reopen shortly. This if, joke would be funnier if local geek had uh, seen the episode that came out this week. But <clears throat> I thought it was like before that because it's been it's been weeks. <laughs> it, it it has been weeks, and we keep milking this joke. But uh, no, that episode just came out. Mm. Well, so, this is gonna blow your mind because the. Uh, the whole Walsh complex has also been destroyed. They tore, tore all that down. I, I can't handle all this change, man. Next thing you're going to tell me, they just have torn down the whole campus and rebuilt it all. Halfway. They redid the union, too. <laughs> Again. I'm just going to have to go take a campus tour because I'm going to be like, I don't know this place anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The funny thing is the joke with the union could be our joke about every third year and it would still be a current joke because they redo the union every three years. Did you ever really hang out much in the union? Yes, because I had a lot of classes over there. Mm. So I would go eat in the marketplace up there. Especially yeah, I, when I didn't have the uh, you know meal plans, like when I was off campus, because I wouldn't want to drive home and then have to drive back and repark and whatnot. So, yeah, I'd bring my laptop, actually get some you know food, sit down in a booth, and I'd watch some episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I just. I don't know what it is. I just never really spent a lot of time just hanging out in the union, you know, like I I know they had like the billiards table and such downstairs, but I I don't remember playing billiards there. I just, yep. We didn't Mm convey, but I never did over there. And I rarely ate at uh, terrace, which was the dining center in the basement of the uh, union. Rarely. But I'm sure that's gone now. So. I don't know if it is. We'll talk about it. Most likely next next episode. It might be breaking (laughs) news at that point. I don't know. (laughs) If this episode waits two years to. Uh be released then it will be breaking news no, no, no. we got to get on the current news cycle of und uh, student union <laughs> renovations uh, well i mean listen I, I hope to be back on schedule with the release of episodes we we just kind of had that a bit of a fluke 
and hey, here's the fun timey wimey side of us recording this because at the time of us recording this, episode 123 just dropped. And this is going to be like episode 126 or 127. So there's like three or four episodes in the can and people are going to be like, wait, wait, what? You're just... The basic story for anyone who was wondering, kind of hinted at it last week, uh, but things with work and trying to pull off a few family vacations and just even being on those vacations and all of that, uh, I put myself through uh, three or four weeks where I was maybe getting five hours of sleep and literally get, made myself ill. I was, it was bad. Uh, clearly something had to kind of change and go. And I had uh, episode 123, about an hour, the first hour of it edited. And I, it was one of those, like, I could have stayed up until two, three in the morning to finish the last hour and get it rendered so that we could have made it on time. But I chose to sleep instead because my body was not with it. And then, uh, as I said in that episode, uh, we lost our site supervisor out at the Chateau, and I've since been covering out there. And last week, I, I honestly, I just forgot to bring my uh, external hard drive where I keep all of our, basically all of our data, but our files and such. And so it just, it had kind of two weeks off, but I'm hoping to be back on schedule with it. So hopefully you guys will all be seeing the episodes, see them come out. There's some good stuff coming up. Kid are going to Vegas uh, and a few other things, some other guests uh, who we haven't seen in a while popping up in that time period. But that's what happened. That's why we, we missed some weeks. So, and, and local geek was very patient. He wasn't texting me all the time, letting me know, like, hey, when's it going to go up? Huh? I'm missing my fix. It's very surprising. <laughs> I, I, I know. <laughs> I held back. That's good. That's good. But I mean, it means I was late on a lot of things. So like Local Geek, I, I saw your comment about not wanting to move to Grand Forks. Um, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah that's that's why we've had this break and as i said i've been i have spent the last two weeks living in a small cabin with no internet and such but hey i I got a story for you guys a little bit of nightmare fuel do you have another juice uh i didn't (laughs) did you suddenly live a day in my life uh no no because that would probably do it. No, uh, so because of the the situation, no TV, no internet, and just trying to work two jobs at once. My my routine out at the chateau has been: I get in to the interviewer Saturday at about seven o'clock. I make myself breakfast because there's that's where my kitchen really is is in the interpretive center, and then I start work on emails and things like that. I work all day. We close the site at 5.30, my staff leaves, I go, I make dinner, I eat dinner, and then I start kind of working on my regional manager job and anything that I need to do with that until about 
eight thirty, nine o'clock because I want to try to always get back to the caretaker's cottage before the Medora musical lets out and there's a string of traffic because the last thing I need to do is be hit trying to walk the caretaker's cottage because I have to walk along that road for a little bit. Anyway, one of the nights I, I'm, I'm on my way, making my way out, and uh, we've had this this doe and who's had two fawns, and she kind of hangs out around our interpretive center right at night. And it was uh, Tuesday night. I'm walking out, walking along the road, along the west side of the building, and that's where they happened to be, was right there. I spooked them. The two fawns ran to the ravine that's close by. And the mom took a couple steps and stopped. And then realized, oh, this is the guy who's been walking past here every night now for like a week and a half. And so she stopped. The problem is, is that that road and the road that I then need to take to the caretakers has a bridge that goes over that ravine. So I'm heading right for that ravine. And this mama doe decides, wait, even though I think he's harmless, he's heading right to my two young fawns. And so this damn deer silently stalked me the entire way to the bridge. And I say it's nightmare fuel because it literally was like I had the flashlight on my phone and I'd be walking and I'd turn back to look and she'd stop walking and just stare at me and I'd start walking again and she'd follow me. Like she stalked me like seriously (laughs) the entire way. And, uh, Yes, it's a deer. And, you know, I'm not scared of deer. But a deer that's trying to protect its young with their hooves, those hooves are actually pretty sharp. It can mess you up. So <laughs> that was that was fun to be stalked like all the way home in the pitch black dark with the only light being your flashlight. And you're just wondering, like, because I have to go across that bridge. You're just wondering, like, how far is this deer going to follow me? And is it eventually going to just determine I'm a threat? So, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so, uh, the, the joys of living in the wilderness. <clears throat> could have just turned around and yelled at it. I'm a pacifist and see what happens. Um, so you're, I, saying, I, you're saying I need to brew a beer and somehow uh name it related to that so that you can make a cool uh logo for that one bambi's revenge oh <laughs> <laughs> well, i mean you, you could i still got to get you more of those uh more of those graphics i have them just you do it put that on the list of things to do when howard's got time <laughs> so 10 years from now <laughs> maybe this IPA is not uh, getting any better. It's not getting any worse. I'm, I don't mind this one, actually. Like, Definitely not one that I would regularly choose, but it's not one of the worst IPAs I've ever had. Oh, oh yeah, it's not the worst. It's just, like, I'm still just, I'm really getting the hop flavor and nothing else. And that's just maybe a little disappointing. <laughs> a lot of suck. So... I don't know. I'd probably rate <laughs> Look, this, like, but but it's decent. <laughs> I I I see. I'd probably like rate this like a three point two. You know, wow. Because of the 
lack of overpowering, like punch you in the face, hops. This is more like a, a, a light slap across the face, hops. I'll give this uh, a 1.2. I'm with Howard on it. It's probably about a 3.2 for me. Yeah, it, it's not terrible, um, but it's, I, I, you know, I think it's maybe the fact that it's like, because it's a whole pint, you know, if it was like this much, might be more doable on a regular basis, but I don't know. It just seems a lot to, a lot to get through. Um, mm -hmm. So, but you guys don't have the uh, the glass, but it, it is a pretty hazy IPA too. That must be the dank. It's dank in you, <laughs> like a dab, but it's just dank <laughs> instead of the just dank. So uh, let's see what else. What else can I uh, regale you guys with? Uh, I spent a night, uh, at least one night. I went over to the uh, Little Missouri uh, Saloon uh, in Medora. I like to uh, there. If there's drink. a place, I was, well, I was gonna say there's a place I <laughs> I like to drink in Medora. It is oh. the, it is the Little Mall. Um, I don't know if either of you have ever been in the Little Missouri. Uh, I try to stay out of the river. Wow, that's like a geography joke that only people <laughs> in North Dakota are going to get. <clears throat> oh, wait, there's a little Missouri? There's like a, a regular Missouri, right? Is that like the state? Go ahead. Anyway, I uh, it, it's my preferred place to drink. Not that I do a lot of drinking Medora, because when I originally worked out there, I lived in Dickinson, so... I had a commute and I just wanted to get home. Uh, but I, I always drink there because I know the owner, uh, a gentleman by the name of Jim Bridger, who a uh, great guy. He's probably the only person in Medora who every time I he sees me in Medora, he's, he, his first words are always, welcome home. You know, so uh, as I said, I get along very well with him. Uh, was there over the winter uh, was there one night and he was trying out his a bunch of things for his, the menu at the Little Mo. So he just ordered a bunch of stuff. They made it and brought it down for us to try and give feedback on and such. Just anyway, good guy. Uh, but I was in there. It was a pretty quiet night. But I, I kid you not, I, I honestly watched four or five people order Sunny D vodka seltzers. And drink them willingly. And those things are terrible. Mm -hmm. So. Well, I mean, have you seen society today? I, I try to stay as far away from society as I can. And and just for, for those of you watching or listening, that's, that's not you. You're not society. Just so you know. Unless you like Sunny D Seltzers. Then you're society. Get the hell out of here. Triple oh, B. Society free since 2021. 
That was the that was the only thing I liked about COVID. Everybody, get the hell away from me. <laughs> Social distancing. <laughs> like a good neighbor, stay over there. Also, I have to make the 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 note that there's a guy. You said the owner's name is Bridger. Mm-hmm. What's his last name? Yep. And he owns a bar named the Little Muddy. Little Mo. Little Mo. It's a little Missouri saloon. Yep. So there's a a bridge over the Little Mo. This this sounds like a stretch for a joke, but yeah. Yeah, like a bridge going over a river. Listen, it's been a long day and a long couple of weeks, too. Give me a little, just a little glimmer of freaking hope. (laughs) And I was going to say the actual word, but it's also been a week there. So I held back and that's like the littlest piece of restraint that I have left. And I wasted it on you. What else is happening out west, Howard? I mean, not a not a whole lot that I can talk about, because um, you know it's it's Medora, and it's amazing how political that little town is. And so, there's things and things that I can't talk about, but. One of these days, we start talking about them, and then we just put up an intermission. Uh, no, because that sounds like editing. Uh, so, but anyway, that's what I've been up to. Um, so what was I gonna say? There's a show I started watching recently. Oh, it wasn't a show; it was a stream. So while I've been eating dinner out there, uh, I'm gonna look up the game. I have been watching a streamer. Um, beer, blues, and BS. And I actually have not watched the streams that you guys did, Kidder, but I just... <laughs> I, even, I, even the guy who edits it doesn't watch the show. Well, I, I didn't watch those, but that's... Uh, mostly because I just didn't really want to watch Farm Simulating. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, it I watched... Was, this. It was funny. I'll uh, I'll check it out at some point. But you're trying to look up. Mm. So I've been watching a streamer by the name of uh, Ray Narvaez Jr. Uh, he's one of the guys who he was part of Achievement Hunter and Rooster Teeth, and then eventually left to become his own professional Twitch streamer. Uh, but he's been playing a game, and Kidder, I think you might actually enjoy this game. It is called uh, Contraband Police, and. And, and what it is, is you are a border agent in a country that may or may not be a spinoff of a particular communist country that, you know, is sometimes referred to as the bear, you know. Um, and it, uh, like it's interesting. Yeah. And so it's kind of interesting because you, you get to actually like inspect vehicles using a UV light, looking for smugglers, arresting people, taking them to labor camps, uh, 
Hmm. So you Finding don't have to worry about violating people's rights because they don't have any. Uh, yeah, kind of. And uh, you, you get to upgrade your little border station as you make money. There's a couple of other interesting side quests, a couple of rebellious groups who will like do things like ambushes and such. And then you shoot them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, cool. It, uh, <laughs> it's surprisingly uh, it's been surprisingly entertaining. So uh, I, I've been watching that, watching him play that. And Ray is an excellent guy uh, to watch play it because his reactions to stuff are just hilarious. Um, so it, it's a good time. So I've been enjoying that. I'll put a link to it down in our show notes if you want to watch it. But I will say, if you're watching it, you're going to get spoilers for the game. But Kidder, I, I, I do think that you might actually enjoy some of it. So mm. it's been been interesting. And you can get it on uh, Steam. Yeah, there we go. I don't know what the price tag is on it, but it's uh, it's been fairly interesting. So there, that's what I've been watching while I sit in my office eating my dinner alone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, ah, there it is. Special promotion right now that ends September 1st. So, sorry. Uh, it retails for $19.99 on sale for $15.99. At this moment, there's also a gunsmith bun- bundaroo that retails for $39.98 on sale for $28.78. The thief bundle or bundaroo is... $39.98 on sale for $32.38 or the buy bum contraband bundaroo <clears throat> normally $37.98 on sale for $30.58 there's also uh, if I go back to the search Let's see. There's airport contraband, contraband police prologue, captain contraband, and saddle up and drive El Contrabandista. Completely <laughs> unrelated from any of the others. No. But I, I think you'd enjoy it, Kidder. It, it's, as like I said, it's got a little bit of that meticulous police work. There's high-speed pursuit there's some gunfights in it airport contraband looks like it might be the same game colombia 6 20 a.m searching marijuana cocaina (laughs) i as i said i'm watching him play it solo so i don't know if there's any sort of like multiplayer to it but uh Something for you and the rude boy to check out. Because I think you guys would enjoy it. So rude boy uh, got invested in air, uh, airport sim. Uh, I wish they came back with uh, the 
the airport simulator that I used to play 20 years ago because that game was one of the best. Uh, but uh, Farm Sim 22 or 23, he ended up buying one of the later ones and saying that there's a lot of improvements and a lot more fun and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but the one that I got was free. So, <laughs> and on top of it, if you watch the stream, you're going to find some shenanigans because it was the first time playing that game. Maybe the last uh, or second to last. I think I played it again, technically, but <clears throat> figured out that there's an earth editor in the game. And I thought it worked kind of like Sim City or City Skylines. No. No, it's it's different. <clears throat> you don't just like raise the train or lower the train a little bit. Yeah, there's a tractor that disappears. So um, I also you will love this. I uh, operate the skid steer a lot because, <laughs> yes, there's a skid steer with all of the implement attachments. It's good. It's going to say here. Um going to have a uh, position open up here in September for a uh, winter maintenance guy out here, the Chateau. We have a skid steer. You could plow snow with it. Yeah, but it's got to fit into my schedule, and I don't know if you're going to want to pay a gas mileage for, and uh, maintenance for me to get out there. That's true. <laughs> I'm expensive. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, local geek, uh, since we're at least I'm transitioning to a different topic. I, I I know you had some things that you wanted to talk about. Figured we should throw it to you for you to share. Sure. So uh, I had some sort of I guess excitement this afternoon. Um, for you guys both know, but uh, the viewers probably don't. My house has a guest house in the backyard of it that my brother-in-law lives in. And I got a text message from him just after lunch today that um, he has a keypad lock on his door and it w was not working. So he texted and asked if we had a spare key for it. And unfortunately we didn't. So I was like, well, I've got a meeting coming up here. I, I can come home after that. Um, I, you can kind of see over here, I do hobby lock picking. So I was like, I'll, I'll give it a try. It's, definitely a lock that's going to be above my skill level because I'm not super good at it. Like I'm like two tiers above beginner out of like seven tiers or something like that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll give it a try. So I spent about a half hour trying to uh, pick the lock and didn't get there. I, I think I got pretty close from what I could feel on the lock, but I just couldn't get it to release. So we ended up drilling it out. Uh, that's that picture I texted you was the lock after we drilled it out. So that was kind of a fun experience. <laughs> Not really what I was expecting to do on my afternoon, but. I thought you were going to say that by doing that for an hour or so that your level went from <laughs> three to 40, kind of like uh, in World of Warcraft when you go fishing for 20 minutes. <laughs> No, I, I wish it worked like that. I've I spent a lot of time stuck on the, the tier I'm at where there's a lot of uh, security type pins in the locks that I'm 
on now and having trouble getting past those. So I don't have as much time to dedicate to it as I did pre-child, which was when I kind of excelled through the first couple tiers. I guess I never realized that there were tiers to like lock picking. I don't know if they're official, but the, the Reddit lock picking, they use karate belts to hmm. uh, go through levels. And I honestly don't remember even which color I'm on off the top of my head, but Hmm. Interesting. Is and then is is there like a, a particular test you have to take to move up in tiers? Kind of like again, if you're using karate belts, like so for the, level. for the Reddit one, you have to post um, pictures or videos. Once you get to where I'm at, you have to post videos of you actually picking the lock and then tearing the lock apart to prove that you didn't take all the pins out to be able to successfully do it. Mm. The earlier ones are locks, like your your cheap ones you buy from Walmart that you can't take apart, so they know that they're most likely a legit lock if you just have a picture of it. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Did you buy a bunch of special lock-picking gear for this hobby, or is this... Uh, I got most of them as a Christmas present for my wife the year that I expressed interest in it. Like, I bought myself a cheap set just to kind of practice with it and... She saw that I was enjoying it, so she bought me a nicer set. And, and uh, how much does it cost to get into lock picking as a hobby? I'm just the the cheap set I got. Uh, not even sure. Yeah, it's right here. Comes with. You probably can't see it very well in the dark, but oh yeah, you can see it pretty well. There's a handful of different picks in there. I think that was like twenty bucks for a starter set. And then <laughs> show and tell with local geek. Yes. It's it's a fun little hobby. I also picked up one of these clear locks. Mm. So you can kind of see how it works and see what you're doing as you pick it. So I, I got that to practice with initially and then moved on to some other locks that I just happen to have laying around. And since then I've picked up a few other ones as I graduated into those higher tiers. So um, the locks I've been working with are like a $20 padlock for the hmm. ones where I'm stuck at. So what those are my, my lock pick is either this <laughs> as in like, or my boot. Most of the locks that I've, I would work with on the level that I'm at are going to be like your, what you'd find for a lockout takeout lock for like a mechanical area. Mm. Those are typically of about the security level where I'm at. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I just, I guess I've never thought of lock picking as a hobby, you know? So it's just, hmm. it's kind of interesting how I got into it was through um, a cybersecurity conference actually. A big part of cybersecurity in general is not just protecting your digital assets, but physical access. Like if somebody gains physical access to your data center, they can do whatever they want in there. It doesn't matter how good your firewalls are if somebody's got a flash drive plugged in and downloading your files. Control, Alt, Delete. Hmm. <laughs> Look, a geek's like, no, <laughs> it's not how it works. <laughs> Sure so, 
so uh, like BSC in town here, they do a cybersecurity conference every year. And uh, first couple of years they did it, I went to it. Um, my work sent me to it and they had a little lock picking table that you could go and practice on. And that's kind of how I got into it was learning about it there. So, hmm. no, that's, that is all very interesting. And it was the least interesting cybersecurity training because I just had to take my quarterly cybersecurity <laughs> training. And it, Kinder, uh, do you have to do that? Just, you know, the old NDIT quarterly cybersecurity stuff? Probably, yeah. There's There's a lot of stuff I have to do. So it probably just shows up. I do it. Forget about it. You know, lock your computer if you walk away. Don't plug anything into a computer that you find laying around. Oh, that's the funnest way to do it if you find a flash drive in the parking lot and just plug yeah. it in. That's that's what I think anyway. I mean, sand and all, just jam it into the USB port upside down. <laughs> mm. No, I was just curious. Curious mm. if you had to do those. I kind of, I'm tired of them, but the big one that I have to do here again is uh defensive driving for the mm -hmm. state. That's mm -hmm. a four hour training. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can take that certificate, give it to your insurance company. And you get a discount. <laughs> Says the guy who doesn't like saving money. I, no, I was just going for the, comedy mm, mm, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe i haven't had enough alcohol for that well i mean you did have an ipa so how's that ipa going getter oh uh it's pretty much gone i say pretty much because there's something left and it's over there now and i'm done with it i'm out too i'm at about half <clears throat> but Again, this was my one. So you guys feel free to have what's on tap round two. I'll uh, I'll, I'll sit here and just continue to work my way through this thing. Classic Howard. Some might even say vintage. Vintage. <clears throat> I have something for you guys that uh, you might think is interesting, or you might also go, "What the hell is that?" And it's uh, one of these. Looks like a bottle opener. Yeah, but uh, can you tell what else it is? Hell's Angels. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> Let's just say Fuse is a go. So that's, you know, the front of this bottle opener. Wow. Okay. And it's a, a Point Blank Enterprises bottle opener so there you go you can find them online point blank enterprises.com at the number and whatever internet searches <clears throat> so it's a company makes body armor and other products obviously like ballistic shields with lights on them and stuff no promo item I've been waiting to share on the show and one of my favorite things, completely unrelated, but a pick from Las Vegas at the ABC store, and that is high chew pineapple packets. 
Did you check out the whiskey down when you were there, Kidder, and set them straight? No. Ain't nobody get time for that. Because they'll be like, okay, <laughs> look at this guy. Thinks he knows what he's talking about. He must have a podcast. <laughs> so I wasn't going to waste my time on them. Plus, if, if I had to get a ride over there, it would have been like $30. So... Also, I don't know if these guys are still around. I didn't fact check this because I got this last year, but uh, this is one of my uh, rideshare drivers in the photo there. So there you go. There's a cheap plug for Forefront. They sing in and around Las Vegas, Nevada. Hmm. Yeah, he was really funny too. Forefrontofficial.com and uh, all of the other Forefront emails if you want them to come sing at your whatever i don't know if they'll travel up here to medora and help you reopen the chateau over the weekend oh we're we're still open it's just yeah reopen for the day oh you close at some point right it, it, it feels like why well, we never do but <laughs> that's you know from the guy who's working like 14, 15 hour days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> Carry well, on. Since I was talking about Vegas, uh, in the Vegas episode, you'll see a lot of the, or you have seen because it's out already. Pfft, duh. Uh, so you saw all of the, all of the, what? He's laughing. I'm sad. What? Hmm? I'm just laughing because I haven't even got to editing it yet. So. Yeah, no, it. I haven't seen it. But you saw it clearly because it's out. Duh. So there's a lot of the fan sets pins, which I, of course, have picked up over the years at the con. But uh, this year ended up uh, deciding to get a couple others after the con. So here, the Strange New Worlds official show pin, if you will. What? Because it moved? Is that is that what you're laughing at? What? Yes? Yes? Yeah. It was just because yeah. about the time that you got it in focus, it just went whoop. <laughs> well, it wasn't really in focus. It was just you know there now it's in focus you can see there you go um <clears throat> also frozen badgie there he is ah! yeah frozen badgie this one uh i had ordered but they were out and my original order where I secured the actual pin before it was sold out, went to a distribution center in California and was destroyed and then returned. I don't know how it was destroyed, but don't ever send stuff through Southern California, I guess. Uh, it is, as it is, the 30th anniversary of Deep Space Nine. Yes, look at this gorgeous 30th uh, anniversary pin. In all of its blurred glory. Uh, there you go. 
<clears throat> Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah, Howard's impressed. <laughs> He's so impressed that uh, I'm not even going to take a picture of it to have him superimpose. I'm just going to sit here and talk until it comes into focus. <laughs> because why not? Why not? Right? Just, just we'll we'll have it do the thing. Thirty years. There it is. Look at how how the it's almost the same resolution as the original Deep Space Nine airing, starting back in nineteen ninety four, ninety three. Yes. Oh 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 man. Oh, we're we're getting it. We're getting somewhere. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, so there's that one. And then I, I shared last year the other one. But uh, they also have the mini Delta. So it's just a little guy. But since I know you're asking and you're wondering what last year's specific STLV limited edition pin was <clears throat> it is uh, they do the poker chips for the STLV conventions and that's Beckett Mariner when she got promoted in an episode of Star Trek Lower Decks and if you look at the die they are 2022 and they add up correctly and whatnot but yeah i love it so there you go there's a couple extra pieces that i picked up and if you missed the episode with all of the other uh booty from the con well, just go back an episode or two or three, depending on what uh, Howard numbered them as. That, that is a good question. Hard to say what Howard numbered them as. <clears throat> so I'm but. sure you were also questioning what this year's STLV Star Trek Las Vegas pin was, and it is this very cool poker chip looking item with yes that's quark the other one did very well at focusing but but uh and the the symbols around the outside there are the uh, dabo and tongo symbols and Ferengi writing on the bottom for quark I mean, the eyes are almost big enough. <laughs> almost. You need to make them about five sizes larger. Glory to your house! Sorry, I had the idea to do that, and it became obsessive for me to actually pull it off. So <clears throat> You'll also learn in the episode that, <clears throat> or maybe you were still there. I don't remember if you had left yet, but... Uh, on my birthday, I got to speak with the Chancellor of the Klingon High Council. 
the Klingon Empire. I was still there. <clears throat> okay. That's why I knew about the whole like glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I pay attention. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, aside from that, uh, uh, side note, since we're kind of talking Trek for this second, William Shatner, you know, the Shat. There's a, a watch. Long awaited, in fact. He talked about it at the con. So you can pre-order now. It is a watch. No, normal watch. Uh, from eGuard. He has been working with the company. They approached him about making a watch. And they've been working together for over a year to produce this watch. And just how... Shatner wants it to be. Cool thing is it has meteorite dust in the face of the watch. And then the way that it looks uh, is very space-oriented, which is neat. And I think uh, William Shatner has signed them, and it's you know based off of his watch, whatever. Uh, but you can pre-order them on Kickstarter, and there is, in fact, a, a QR code and whatnot. <clears throat> That's um, neat. If you're into watches and you like William Shatner and all of that sort of in space, space, um, several different things there. I don't know the price of the watch. I almost don't want to look. Because, um, yeah, it's probably a lot more than what I think or want it to be. Okay, I'm looking. You talk me into it. <clears throat> You're welcome. While he's looking it up, local geek, I have to ask, what, what, what you snacking on over there? Uh, you got some chili cheese Fritos. Ah. But, I'm uh, not... Well, we're on the subject of snacks. Did Kidder give you a little baggie of jerky, too? I, he did. I didn't know if I was supposed to have it on the show or not, so I didn't bring it down. But I, it's I've been, up to you. I, I've been sitting here with this IPA, and I'm like, I could go for a snack right about now. That, that's you exactly better, why I grabbed the Doritos. You better, uh, you better go get it, uh, because we might as well have it. And before you run off, the base passages special according to this the swiss assembled passages web timepiece designed by william shatner and design approved by nasa with certified meteorite dust on the dial plus the extra lunar strap at an amazing price it will retail at 695 dollars the kickstarter is a mere $415. So, you know, Christmas is practically right around the corner. If you would like to give your starving podcast host a gift, that would be a fantastic thing. The Kickstarter's there, and I'm sure that it's in the show notes, too. Yeah, as long as Kidder tells me the address. Um, yeah, no, with this... 
I figured you had. Uh, yeah, no, this IPA. I, I I was looking earlier for a snack, and then I noticed that the local geek was eating something. I'm like, oh, I'm jealous. I don't have <laughs> snacks, <laughs> which is why I had to ask. But I'll run and go grab the jerky. You guys either introduce a new beer or come up with a different topic. Yeah, it's about time for a new beer, right, Kidder? Yes, I am. I'm thirsty, <clears throat> clearly. <laughs> And I need to get the nasty taste out of my mouth of <laughs> that. So, you got so, something on standby, or you got me to lead off with? What well, I, I have here? a whole fridge over here, and and so it's really up to to what you have on your end, you know. Well, I've I've got something here that I'm I'm pretty sure came from you. Um, it's from the old Shiner Brewery, representing uh, Farva and. Uh, Midor here. <laughs> so Freemidor! Potentially Hashtag some it. big news coming out of that, hopefully. but Still in limbo from the last update that I saw. But this one here is the... Whoa. It's, uh, it's angry. It's the Shiner Light Blonde. It's light done right. That's about all I think we got on the can here from the Shiner Brewery or the Spetzel Brewery in Shiner, Texas. Handcrafted in small batches, 99 calories. It's the easiest drinking Shiner yet. I'm almost positive it's been had on the show before. I don't have the spreadsheet up, but you got something tasty in there. Are you having the same thing? Uh, no, I, I do not have another one of those, uh, thankfully. Since we're going kind of, uh, on the redo of things, I will just go with the Liney's Summer Shandy because I have a few of them left. I have <clears throat> a few more of the, uh, Grain Belt Blue, but... Uh, I feel I need to have this first if I'm going to have a third, and the third one will be the the blue. So, perfect. I've I've got a uh, a segue from when you have the blue. So I'll wait for when you have it. Okay. Howard's back. How I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna disappear for a second to go get my jerky now. Mm. We shall wait. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Howard? What's happening? What you what what's going on? What'd you do? I mean, well, I mean, I, you got the I just, jerky. You got the jerky. What else? What else I, is going on? I, I mean, not that much, man. I, I really have been working and such. Although, Kidder, I, I will say this because you'll you'll get a kick out of it. Um, you know, I I have edited more, the majority of the Triple B content. Well, we got a message on the old Instagram. Hmm. And uh, it was from an account that was called Pimp My Video. And it said, hey, I've been looking at your stuff. And, uh, you know, I could make your videos better. You know, I'm a freelance editor. (laughs) Are you saying that uh, he could pimp our videos? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was basically trying to get us a higher service, but... I'm not gonna lie. I was slightly, uh, slightly offended at that because I'm like, "Damn it! <laughs> you don't know how hard I work on these things, jerk." 
come in here like, <laughs> I could make your videos better. No, you couldn't. Take take a look at the content you get, and you'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, have fun editing this, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Make this shit better. Go for it. We just need more exploding beers. Cheers to that. You don't, you don't even need editing. It just it edits itself. Yeah. <laughs> How much? Well, I suppose you you were so offended that you just blocked and and reported a spam but i'm slightly curious how much the uh, price tag would be because number one not like we're actually positive revenue on this thing but <laughs> number two if we could throw all of that to somebody here you figure this out what do you think it would be I, yeah, I don't know. He didn't give me a price tag, and I didn't reach out to him because um, it was one of those where I'm like, you know, um, no, that's not the not the best way to get business, you know. Mm -hmm. Hey, your stuff sucks. I'll make it better. No. no. <clears throat> nah. Um. Hey, maybe there's a good freelance editor video editor who wants to take on the triple b as long as they work for jerky <laughs> good jerky probably yeah that, that jerky was uh that's the batch i made with the cold smoke alpine touch on it so i, I i'm not gonna lie uh when kidder brought over the beer this evening and then he handed me this I was more excited for this uh, <laughs> because I, I, I saw your Facebook post where you were like, oh, I'm making jerky with this. I'm just like, oh, I want some. That sounds delicious. Uh, so when, when I, I made it, I had every intention, if it was good, of giving you some. If it sucked, I wasn't going to. <laughs> <laughs> or he was just going to say that it sucked and keep it all for himself. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> smells delicious. So. It, it did not pick up as much sweetness out of the seasoning as I expected, because that is a fairly sweet seasoning. It is. But, but it it's is. very good jerky. I like it a lot. I'm going to give it a taste, so we'll, we'll see how I think. Kidder will probably get there when he gets there. Sorry, just messaging Rude Boy about uh, the, what the hell was that game? Uh, contraband, some police contraband, that, that thing. Contraband police. Yeah, that thing. Whatever. Uh <clears throat> Apparently only single player looks like, but uh, he was laughing at some of the the things and and then you know would be fun if it was multiplayer, but probably not. And single player only on the Steam page. And so then I sent him a damn. That's pretty good. It smells really good. Hmm. We're not an ASMR podcast. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to get trying to get viewers here. You better hashtag ASMR so then we can at least get like five views. Yeah, but then I need to like find like the Photoshop will also have to be like clickbait. Like I'll have to find like 
probably some good looking like chick to put on there because yeah yeah let's do it <clears throat> we'll see what happens but that's pretty good that's pretty good stuff thank you that's one of my favorite recipes i've done my other leading uh recipe that i do of jerky is a dr pepper jerky mm. and uh, the recipe calls for a can of dr pepper and instead of that i use the soda stream uh dr pepper syrup and then i just dilute it out with regular water so then i don't have the carbonation in my marinade yeah so so what do you use kind of for the meat when you're when you're doing this is this just a beef jerky? Do you go with something else? Arby's. <laughs> yeah, this one was, uh, I think it was bottom round, if I remember right. Um, usually I just, whatever is at uh, Sam's Club, I usually buy whatever's one of the cheaper ones that's already kind of a thin cut, and then I slice it into strips. You mean you go to your local butcher shop and support local instead of the big box stores? <laughs> I, I would if they were like four bucks a pound. Right. This is delicious. Thank you for the uh, for the snack. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm going to save my last one for when I finish this beer. <clears throat> Got about a quarter left. I'll be working on it. <clears throat> no, that's that's pretty good. Um, I, I the reason I ask, uh, my mom used to make. But she still does on occasion. Uh, but the jerky that she always made was uh, goose jerky. Oh. Yes. And uh, it was because my dad liked to go goose hunting, but my mom did not like cooking the goose afterwards. So what do you do with it? That was such a goose is a very gamey taste to it. And so the, the best thing she ever found was that she could make jerky out of it. And it worked well and at that you know time again like my dad was hunting because it, it provided food and, and helped with the whole budget so it was a way to like hey a goose okay made actually quite a bit of jerky and then he had snack food so it worked pretty well uh but she doesn't make it all that often because he he doesn't really go goose hunting anymore so um it's kind of a if he gets lucky because uh, where his house is located in North Mandan, there's a ridge kind of right before his house and then drops down to river bottom land. And so these geese will come up from all the river bottom and they'll just try and skim the hill. So like I've shown up at like Thanksgiving dinner to my dad and my brother sitting in lawn chairs in the driveway trying to shoot geese as they come over that ridge <laughs> while drinking beer. You know, and if they get one, then we have jerky. That's how nice. it goes. So, but yeah, we haven't had that in a while. So, which is sad. I don't know about you guys, but like they've started combining the fields out west. And so, driving back and forth, my allergies have been acting up a lot lately. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, like I said, the planet tries to kill me every day. Probably explains why you're an alien. Yeah. Speaking of all the driving, um, I don't know if Kidder's super familiar, but I'm sure you're kind of somewhat familiar, Howard. 
Um, just north of Williston, there's a pilot station on Highway 2. Okay, yes. Uh, apparently that recently closed and was broken into today. Oh. So that was one of our main stops on the way back to visit my wife's family. We'd mm. usually stop there for the last potty break before we got there because they live up in northeastern Montana. So now, now we got to get a new potty break. Man, you know, it, it is amazing when you do a lot of traveling down certain routes, you kind of have those spots where it's like, this is where I stop because yep. it's it's got everything. And with my job and all the traveling I do kind of around the state, I, I have those places. And so it's always kind of funny when I'm traveling with somebody, they're like, you know, a good spot to stop where we could just like grab a quick snack and a bathroom and that. I'm like, oh, yeah, if, if you wait a little bit, we'll hit Valley City and here's a great spot here. Pizza Corner. Uh, we usually don't have that kind of time, Kidder. Yeah, usually when we take that trip, we stop in Minot and then we'll stop at that pilot station and there's really not much between that pilot station and where her parents are from. So now we'll have to stop like Ray or something like that that's right before there. Yeah, oh, that's uh, that's a shame. You hate when you lose those good places. Right, especially with a toddler. I mean, hour and a half is about what their bladder can go. Yeah, that's, uh, that is kind of the limit. You kind of have to look at where the hour and a half mark is. So, Although Junior's been doing pretty good. He's, he's been going up to about like two hours. So. Nice. Yeah, my little guy, he's been over a month without an accident now, which is pretty awesome we're pretty proud of him and we actually told him if he went a whole month without an accident we'd buy him a toy and we told him the other day if he wanted to go we could go to the store and pick out a toy he goes no i have enough toys <laughs> so i was like well we'll keep that one in our back pocket i guess for when he sees one that he wants yeah yeah no mine has just started the kind of the phase of every time now he sees a toy like when we go to a store it he asks for you know like no sorry buddy yeah not not happening we you have we, enough toys <laughs> we like like you say he yours is about three months younger than mine and we went through that a few months ago and about a month ago we were at target and they were clearancing out a whole bunch of stuff that he had had his eyes on and so what well, do you want it and he's like no i don't need it so we we picked up a few of the things that he really was aggressive about when he was wanting them and those will be probably a christmas present for him mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no he's we're just kind of hitting that and he's you know he's he's for the most part okay like he doesn't throw a tantrum or anything but he he does ask but like he he, he really has found he likes to go to mcdonald's because there's a toy that he gets every time so yeah my, my mom watched him uh tuesday night and she said she'd bring him dinner whatever he wants so i asked him what he wanted he goes I want chicken nuggets and French fries and apples and a toy. <laughs> I was like, okay, you want a happy meal? <laughs> yeah, you get to that stage. At least they give them apples now. I don't remember ever having the fruit when we were kids, so at least there's something healthy there. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we don't. We like. I don't know if you're like us. We don't eat out all that often, so it's a it's a rare treat. It kind of is a Eh, you know, either Lefty or myself has, like, worked a long day, and it's like, okay, we just, we're not going to cook. Let's grab something quick. 
Yeah. So. For for us, it's it's weekends. We don't generally have meals planned for, but throughout the week, we usually do. But like this week, we didn't really have anything planned because we were in Minneapolis last weekend, and so we didn't have time to do our meal planning that we normally do on the weekend. And then we came home Sunday, but we both had Monday off of work. And then Tuesday night, we do trivia at Dialectic. So we only had like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, really to plan meals for, and we just didn't really bother this week. So. Yeah. I mean, that happens. We're not the best at planning always, um, but we have some go-to recipes that we like to use and, and things like that. So Yeah. We usually keep a couple like super easy, like freezer meals too, or like a Stouffer's lasagna or things like that, just to have on hand for days that we don't feel like doing anything. Yep. Yep. We, we do that too. So. Like tonight was freezer pizza because I had one and it's like that's easy for me to do and throw in and not have to do too much. So, yeah, and the kids generally love pizza. So. They do. Um, my little girl, she's little miss is kind of picky. So we're going through a little bit of head butting with <laughs> with that. So, yeah, she's how old is she now? Uh, she's coming up on one and a half. Okay. That's what I was thinking about one and a half. Not quite, but yeah. So, but she's fun. She's a lot of fun. It's, it, it was, it was interesting, you know, like I was glad that when we had our son, cause it's like, okay, he's a boy. I, I, I know how to raise, you know, or at least <laughs> interact with that, you know, a little girl, I'm like, I have no idea, you know, like, I don't know what this is going to be like, or, but I'm learning. It's, it's fun. Yeah. She's, she's a character. She's, she is far more fearless than the junior is. And really, oh yeah, that's, that's non-stereotypical. Usually the boys are the fearless ones. Yeah, no, she is absolutely, a, she is absolutely a thrill seeker. You know, I, if Junior goes down a, a slide at the park and it's maybe too big, too steep, and you know he's not quite ready for it, like he'll do it once and then he's he's pretty much done. He won't do it again. She'll go down it, and no matter how rough or banged up she gets with it, she'll she'll run around and go want to go down it like three, four more times. So <laughs> nice. She, she's a she's a very much a thrilled seeker and. Uh, and such but yeah she's she's pretty funny she, she makes me laugh quite a bit so <laughs> nice and my little guy he's he's usually really shy around people and um i was kind of surprised today when kidder came over to get the beer he was like all over him <laughs> it's the, it was pretty funny yeah kept calling Which, him chicken Mm. Which is his new thing. He just calls everybody chicken. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, which, which, speaking of, uh, unfortunately, because Kidder, you know, hit your place first and that, I still have something for Colt. So, mm. oh, yes. Some, that's right. At some, at some point, I'll have to get that to you along with your beer that I, I purchased. So, we'll have to work yeah. that out sometime. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you know if I get over your way too, because. My parents don't live too far from you, so if we get over there, then we can swing up. Yeah, it it'll be a little hard. I'm, but I'm usually around Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, 
than out yeah. Medora. <laughs> right. Yeah, my parents are out of town this weekend, so it won't work out. But yeah, so we'll have to have to swing that at some point because it's yeah, be good. I I know uh, when when we had the little get together over here with uh, for Big D, uh, Junior was sad that Colts didn't come over. Oh, so he was he was looking forward to oh somebody I can play with, and I'm like oh sorry, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I just totally spaced it until like the day of, and we we had talked about it, and we talked about potentially maybe coming over, but it's all right. It's all right. We had a good time. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was good to see everybody. Kidder did the hula. Oh yeah, I I'm missed out. Seeing- I'm just seeing if he's listening at this point. <laughs> I know I, he, I, I know it's been a week for Kidder, so I'm just like, I can see. Beer, but again. it was a root beer. <laughs> and I didn't have 19 of them. I had 19, 19 of them. And so I was wondering if there was a point when I did. And I'm like, no, no. That's code. He gave me a pounder of 1919 root beer, which is non-alcoholic. But it is delicious. It, it, it is. It was one of those I still had one in the cooler and Kidder's like, well, I'll just I'll just have a one of the mug root beers. That'll be fine. I'm like, nah, and I dug in there. I'm like, here, that, that's the good stuff. <laughs> so I saw at least one of our other classmates showed up there. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh it, yeah. I and I knew that. He would have been the other one who would have like, and he. I think he canceled some plans to actually show up. Oh wow! But that was the other one that when I I talked to Big D, I'm like, is there anybody in Bismarck that I need to get the invite out to? He's he said him, and I'm like, oh, okay, nice. I can, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that particular classmate since high school. So, uh, you know, we saw him a lot up at UND and. And such, and a little bit since we got back. But then he uh, he met the gal who's now his wife, and um, you know we just don't run in the same circles. And I I've been busy with life, and it's hard for me to keep up with everybody. Right. So, you know, kids will do that. I kids will, but <laughs> I'm also Time. just kind of yeah yeah. I, that 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 too is like between work and just time and wanting to do things and yeah I I mean there's a reason we do a podcast every week it's so that I get to see Kidder every week otherwise it could be months in between me running into him right that's that's so. why I like joining you guys too because I mean I don't generally see you guys a whole lot outside of the podcast but I, I have been thinking you it'd be fun to get together time. for a barbecue. What are you with talking you guys? about? It's like every hour of every day, you're like, oh, God dang it, these two idiots again. <laughs> we do oh. need to have our cook off, though, Kidder. Mm. I don't know if you want to. <laughs> okay, IPA is gone. I was motivated to finish it so I could have this last piece of jerky. <laughs> ah, I just want to mention, since you're you're talking about things coming up, because this is a very important thing. 
September 5th, 6th, and 7th. Will this be out? That's like two weeks. I don't know. Um, it just won't be out. No. no we no, have no. at least like three episodes before this. <laughs> All right. Never mind. <clears throat> Battle of the Badges. Kirkwood Mall, Bismarck. Those three days, 5th, 6th, 7th of September. So if you're watching this now, sorry you missed it, but go donate blood because, damn it, they need it. And no, it doesn't matter where you are watching or listening to this. Go donate some blood. Set up an appointment and give give a pint or two because you could save a life. Do you know that one pint of blood can save... 18 infants' lives. I think it's 18. Maybe it's 20. 24. It's a lot. What are you laughing at? Save it for the kids, man. Pint of blood. Hold on. I will look. I'm going to fact check myself because of your laughing ass over there i i'm laughing because of that presentation like you were like so serious like did you know that a pint of blood can save 18 kids maybe it's 20 i mean it was just the delivery of it it cracked me up okay I'm you were like sorry. so chore. i'm a natural entertainer what can i say and i'm being entertained like this isn't insulting it's just that the way you delivered it it just it, it struck a funny bone okay i've been working in a you know a house built from 1883 where like everybody is like get the facts right you know so just the fact that you did it that way just i don't know cracked me up speaking of being an entertainer kidder uh my friend that you saw earlier he uh mentioned to me that he forgot to tell you that he hangs out with you every Wednesday. Probably, yeah. At which place? <laughs> <laughs> On the radio. Oh, oh, okay. As he should. I mean, you you might track his license plate going around the campus, too. Maybe. No idea what you're talking about. <laughs> every okay. day in the United States, 29,000 units of red blood cells are needed. For patients in hospitals, surgical centers, and emergency treatment facilities, 5,000 units of platelets and 6,500 units of plasma. I just want to know the facts. Give me the facts. Like, more facts. Like, it's very basic. Hitter <laughs> looking up facts on Google. Brought to you by Mug Root Beer. Howard's second drink of the night. Mug root beer for when you don't want caffeine because it's already late and you're the parent in charge and can't drink another beer. Mug. It'll get you through. Mug's a safe choice. You got to be careful. Barks has caffeine in it. It does. It's because Barks has bite. You're right. That was the exact joke I was going to make, but... Uh... <laughs> it's not like we've known each other for a good yeah. 20 plus years at this point <laughs> and, and i'm on empty so if you're doing a what's on tap i'm gonna go ahead and go get myself another one i've been I mean, researching yeah, i mean i wasn't really doing it as what's on tap it was more of like stalling i was, I was giving kidder time to do his research you know 
trying to trying to keep people entertained during this and to cut down on the number of pauses I have to cut out of the final uh, product of this episode. You know, so one pint of blood can save up to three adult lives. So there you go. What? Local geek left. He can't even hear this presentation. He's probably out of Bluetooth range. He even muted himself, so he can't even respond. I, I, I'm sorry. I little miss here on that. When it's not like he said three adult. Well, you said three adult lives. I slightly misheard it as three adult wives, and I was just like, "Listen, I'm sure if if the." anti-polygamy people uh, want to get in on this too i mean you go for it like you do your thing i I mean i'm laughing more at myself it's the it's it's the it's the fact that like i heard that knew it was wrong but it like it just made me chuckle because i'm like you know the fact that that's what i heard yeah one in seven people entering the hospital need blood on average dropping the facts plasma is 90% water makes up 55% of blood volume mm-hmm. speaking of blood volume uh, Kidder Evan I'm falling behind on keeping up with all of the Mortal Kombat 1 trailers and things they've been putting out um, I, I really need to look into this because I'm, I'm getting really excited uh, they actually it actually looks like they brought back um Montaro, who was like the big bad from well he was the sub boss of Mortal Kombat 3 but yeah it's interesting he hasn't been in the game a lot because programming a centaur is hard apparently so <laughs> and local geek made a face <laughs> yeah i saw it I mean, sound too. I had a a weird burp. Uh, it's the problem when I don't have a, like a project to keep my hands busy. I but like I can observe everything. And... <laughs> you could try editing during the show. Not like there's anything interesting going on. <laughs> oh. Yeah, mentally, I I already am. I'm like, well, there's a pause. I got to cut out. Oh, well. <clears throat> too bad there's fine. too bad there's not a, a way in uh well i'm gonna say this and kids could be like what do you mean uh, of course there's there's a short uh, like it's a two button push but too bad there's not like a way in premiere that i could just get it to like identify like all of the dead air and just cut that out that would save me so much time in editing like anything I more mean, than like three seconds of dead air yeah, I mean, I, I'm willing to allow like a, a small, a small tidbit of pause because sometimes you need that. But every now and then we we hit like an awkward transition, or like in this case where Kitty was looking up facts, and it's like you have these long pauses. Or yeah, nothing's Rude, awkward. It's fine. Or we have like Rude Boy Kyle on, and he goes NPR mode, and so he pauses as he figures out what he's going to say next like to sit and cut all of those out is what 
takes forever, but I have to do it because it ends up saving us minutes, which allows us to put out more content and me to not have to cut content. First thing you can do, control alt delete. Second thing you can do (laughs) in your timeline, stretch the audio track from here to here. So you see the waveform. Mm-hmm. it'll make it much easier because you won't see the audio waveform like this and it'll be and then you can go right there move on and then bam 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 and you've suddenly gone through an hour and a half of pauses in minutes mm. interesting I was trying to figure out how to do that. So, when you see your audio tracks, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I, I'm seeing them right now. When you have the three of them next to each other, okay. Go over here, and then on on the far left side over there, when you get the the little arrow thing like this. Okay. The, yeah, the arrows. Uh huh. I've always wondered what that button does. No, it's not a button. It's a it's it, it's a it's a mouse over. Oh, because you're on but, the line. Oh, there, there, there is a button that kind of looks like that, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch that one. Oh, you're gonna screw God. everything up. <laughs> don't touch that one. You haven't made it to lesson thirty yet. Stop. <laughs> Listen, I I'm purely a rank amateur doing all of the editing. Mm. Well, let's be honest. As hosts of this show, we're not much better. So, uh, <laughs> wait, <laughs> come over here and then just click on it, hold it, and then drag it down so you make it from here to here. Okay, got it. And then it's it should automatically go across. Yeah, and if but it didn't do that, then make it bigger. But but the, the problem is I still gotta listen to determine if I need to cut that pause or not because sometimes no, we do it for com- it out. who cares <laughs> because sometimes we need to do it for comedic timing because you know somebody will say something and you know like a, a bold you know claim about you know did you know one pint of blood can save three adult you know wives. <laughs> You know, and then we have that gesture, but there'd be that pause, but we missed the pause. So then instead of just going, you go, space bar, play, 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 uh, three adult wives. Didn't know you could be married all that time. And who would want to do that anyway? One's bad enough. Well, I, I didn't know if they'd all be married to the same guy. It was just. Well, there you go. There you go, throwing things out. Here it is. Hey, Mr. Assumption over here. You know what happens when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me. There it is. You know, on uh, your facts there, Kidder. First of all, I was listening. (laughs) 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 And second of all, they, they phrased that poorly. They said one in seven people who enter a hospital need blood. They should have said one in seven who enter the hospital as patients because I highly <laughs> doubt every seventh doctor or nurse that enters the hospital needs blood. So, so are you this, saying this just that they in. don't need blood? They're robots? Like, they don't need blood at all? They, they, they can survive without blood? Is that what you're saying? 
I don't want to give away too many secrets, but because then a hundred a hundred percent of people need blood. <laughs> I I was gonna say Kidder just exposed a giant conspiracy or a giant cover up. Hospital workers, vampires. By the way, I just want to throw this out there that if I am not alive by the time we record the next episode, you will know who killed me. Somebody in the hospital medical system somewhere, or my wife. So, I'm I'm pretty sure it's been stated before on the show that I work in a hospital. So, what are you trying yeah, to say? Well, there we go. Suspect number two. <laughs> My my wife is also a nurse at a and hospital. And number three. <laughs> See what I'm saying? The walls are closing in here. I know I have a life insurance policy, but damn it, it's not that good, okay? <laughs> at least for part of it, I have to be working. So, I mean, you're going to have to be creative about it. Just if you're going to do it, get it over with quickly. I'm sick of on that note i'm gonna pop this beer open <laughs> i am having a long trail ale screw kidder's life i'm gonna get drunk <laughs> more more like i've been listening about kidder and his life i'm getting drunk <clears throat> this, this one says it's it's named for the footprint named for the foot famed footpath this classic amber ale features caramel malt flavors and a clean complexity that meanders across the palate like a well-traveled trail it's five percent alcohol by volume um i don't think it says the city it's from but it is from vermont and actually i don't know if you'll be able to see this but the underside of the lid has vermont on it and if you uh rotate it 180 degrees it's new hampshire <laughs> I thought you were going to say just stick it up your candy ass, but... <laughs> hey, hey, listen, you're not the only one who can make a geography joke on this show. I, I would hope out of any of us on this show or listening or watching that you, yes, you, could make a geography joke or a topography joke or a political joke or a history joke. Yes, but let I me tell you, there's some big things happening at UND. You're not going to believe this. The Skywalk is gone. No. <laughs> That's about as a shocking fact as learning that the Ottoman Empire was not full of furniture for some reason. <laughs> and this, this beer comes to me courtesy of my friend that's from Vermont, and uh, you guys should each have also one of these. So. That's what they get for loafing around. <laughs> They wouldn't have been conquered. I like I like how like you and I are the host of the show, but like local <laughs> geek is like like still trying, clawing with all of his might to like keep us on topic and task and not let us go down this you know these shenanigans. The the shark has has jumped the the track. The track has jumped the shark. The train is jumping both the track and the shark. Nobody knows what's happening anymore. Get get drunk for us, local geek. 
Tell us more. I'm on it. <laughs> of the uh, three bottles that I gave you guys, this one, this one's my favorite. The one's an IPA, so I mean that kind of speaks for itself. But <laughs> although it, um, it wasn't a terrible IPA. It's it's one I would drink again, but not wouldn't be my one of my first choices if it was in front of me. Um, the the other one was a pale ale, so again, a little bit more on the hoppy side, so not probably Kidder's style, but. But this one's the amber, and it's it's pretty good. Um, there was one more bottle in that uh, box that you guys got as a can instead. That's the blackberry wheat, and that one was phenomenal. Mm. I actually got a 12-pack of cans of that one on top of the three bottles that were in the multi-pack, so I gave you the can instead because it was a little easier to transport. Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying some of these over the coming weeks. So my beer fridge is really fully stocked so mine got fairly stocked as well after my friend came to uh we met him in minneapolis but mm. he he was visiting a friend in des moines and was like hey if you can meet me in minneapolis for a weekend i i can make that trip from des moines up to minneapolis but he wasn't able to make it all rude the way over boy here. was there I, I mean he could have visited rude boy i don't know who his friend was in des moines he didn't tell me just like any good spy doesn't tell you all of his contacts yeah I, I do know he's looking forward to uh, watching these episodes with the beers on them. So. <laughs> Is yeah. he though? Because <laughs> I was going to say jokes on him because it's going to be like four weeks before these come out. He's going to be like, what? <laughs> what are you guys drinking my beer? I, I did warn him that it would be a little bit because I, I knew you guys were two weeks out before your uh, little hiatus you had. So I was like, it, it could be three or four weeks from whenever I record with like, you guys. And I didn't know if I'd get on this week or not. So. Which I don't one know are you the, having? The bottle here? Uh, the long trail is the one I'm having. I'm going to leave Howard in the dust. Why? Because I need to have this. And number two, I probably shouldn't, but I don't really care. <clears throat> You're not going to have the IPA kitter? I'll suffer through <laughs> that with Howard. What's that? What What are you inching? What? What? Know. He's a... What? What? What, what do you want? I don't know what. Huh? 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 You got something to say? Huh? No, just pushing buttons. I get that enough. It is a pry off. How could it be a pry off when he's hiking? How can he be hiking when he's got no feet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're nubs. Dude, dude can climb. Like scale a mountain with his nubs. I don't know. I mean, it, it might hurt. I don't know. I have feet, so I don't have to worry about it. I'm sorry. That was insensitive to those with with nubs. I am sorry. I'm going to use this uh, body armor prop uh, pop open the uh, Top opener here, maybe. Okay, it does work. I was worried for a second. Oh, there's the Vermont or New Hampshire. Yes. I wonder if they have bubblers up there. That's a joke made for somebody who I don't think has seen any of these episodes. <laughs> Cheers to those of you in New Hampshire. Isn't uh, Massachusetts where the bubbler thing comes from? No, those are mass holes. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, 
I'm no. The color may be amber, and there's five percent alcohol by volume, but it does not give you a happy feeling when you drink this. It's kind of like hiking the long trail when it's just a little bit farther, right over this ridge. It's just a little bit farther. There's, it's right. It's, it's any time now over this giant. 32,000 foot cliff. It's we're just about there. It's fine. <clears throat> Not my favorite. No. No. Um I like this one. Maybe quite a bit one, better than the others. 1.5. What? Mm. were you triggered by something I said? To me or him? Hey, you. No, I was just saying we're gonna going to have to have a tiebreaker because local geek like is it? Get or doesn't? Is it any good? What will Howard think? Well, you'll have to tune into a future episode of the Triple B to find out. <clears throat> yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And going for a hike in the mountains of Montana. Which is always enjoyable and a good time. And Unless well you want to have a drink. <clears throat> and don't go searching for the hidden lake because it's hidden for a reason. And you know, if you go for a hike in the mountains of Montana, you're probably going to be able to pick up some cold smoke on the way. So, You know, that would have made that hike better. I don't care if it was 85 degrees. That, that would have made that hike moderately tolerable. In fact, we should have picked up a 24-pack and brought it with us on the hike because there would have been 23 that would have been gone. <laughs> I don't know if oh, Howard shared with you, but uh, I recently discovered that Cold Smoke has uh, multiple flavors out in the wild that I've got spies trying to locate. They have a coffee, a chocolate, a vanilla, and a blackberry version. Perfect. That sounds great. So I'm, I'm really hoping I can locate them. That would be awesome. Thank you, local geek spies, for getting us alcohol. I know. I was, uh, I was actually planning to... Uh, Lefty and I were planning to actually go to Montana here in September uh, to visit some friends out there. But with my whole covering the chateau, we don't know if that'll happen. So... Otherwise, I'd be out there looking for them. Mm -hmm. I also need to correct what I said about uh, having a 24-pack of cold smoke out on that hike. Because as slow as Jake drinks, <clears throat> Nico and I probably wouldn't have been able to drink 23 of those at uh, 16 ounces apiece. So maybe 18 would have been gone just just for clarification more if he hadn't got stung by the uh, bee <laughs> as, as he was walking poor Nico I uh, yes I know that was like the day before but mm -hmm. but still one day one day we will tell all of that story about the time that you guys came out to visit me in Montana but we need we need brother Nico on. 
We Boy, sure yeah. do. <clears throat> Chasing storms in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots of good stories to tell with that, uh, but that'll have to wait for another day. And on that sad note, Kidder! I, I know what? you guys just cracked open a beer, but uh, we've been talking for quite a while. Yeah, and what, uh, what the hell, man? Listen, I'm going by the clock, man. What the it, hell? Oh, the, the, the clock. Did you account for all of the pauses you're going to take out? The half an hour of content wasted? Uh, yes. Yes, I have, because it's going to probably take you six, seven minutes <sighs> to uh, get through all of the cheap plugs. Then you'll probably ask for final thoughts, which might spark Bye. another oh, eight okay. minutes of conversation at this point that'll put us about mm, 12 minutes over where uh, I need to be so I have to cut 12 minutes and therefore all of the pauses will help cut out that 12 minutes I have thought about this okay well you know what follow us like us comment on the episodes share it buy the Help us help you keep us going. Keep your glass at least half full. There's free beer tomorrow. Get some freaking final thoughts. That is like the shortest cheap plugs ever. I'm not even going to be able to put up all of the little graphics in that amount of time. Oh, put them all up. It's fine. People will figure it out. <laughs> but, 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 but put them on. In fact, you know what? Just put them on the whole screen. Just fill up the screen. Nobody cares. <laughs> I I've clearly touched a nerve here, local geek. You notice that? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think you should have fun with those graphics. Have like one of them run out his nose. <laughs> no, that takes a lot of work to do animation. <laughs> Just you, you hush. We did radio production. We did not do television production in high school. Okay, calm down with the animation. He's like, but Millennium quality cars <laughs> still in operation, right? What? Nothing. We started that. We did. I, I, I know you did. That was that was one of the funnest classes I think I had in high school. Mr. Limbloom. Yep. Millennium quality cars. They moved from Bismarck to Grand Forks when I went to college. <laughs> uh, local geek, did you ever see that uh, commercial or series of commercials? I don't think so. Uh, Jaco, you you remember those? Of course I do. I've as you were bringing them up, I was already thinking that you know what I I might now know what's going behind the curtain. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> <laughs> but knowing you, you're gonna pull them up and make us watch them anyway. No, mm. I'm going to privately message the local geek so he can enjoy them for himself. Because <laughs> mm. you've already seen them. So. I mean, you, you could be nice and send them to me again so I don't have to try and track them down on your YouTube page. <laughs> that would, you know, save me just that much. That didn't work. I, I did hear a, a good dad joke the other day, though. Here we go. <laughs> 
What's made out of leather and sounds like a sneeze? A shoe. I was I was almost there. I was <laughs> almost there. Almost. That's have you guys ever well, I don't I I don't know if you guys have smart speakers. So we have the assistant. <clears throat> How smart are they? And uh, Lefty will constantly ask it for jokes to try and entertain the kids. And it always annoys me because it's like it delivers the punchline so fast. And it's like if I had time, a lot of times I could probably figure out, you know, what the pun is and, and solve it. And so it, it frustrates me that it, like gives the punchline right away because I'm like, I want to try and solve it. <laughs> so wait till your kids find out that they can make fart noises. Mm. Mm. It hasn't happened to me yet, but a friend of mine who has a child about four months older than mine has been posting on Facebook about that. Fun. Absolutely fun. Hey, Google, make a fart noise. No. <laughs> Maybe it's only the uh, other one that can do that. I'm sure. It's got that lowbrow humor. That <laughs> <laughs> Howard's really into. My, mine is also the uh, Google one. So if I watch this on my TV, you, you will probably trigger it. <laughs> why, do you, why do you think I always use the code phrase assistant when I talk about it? <laughs> That's why I also just let it loose because anybody watching or listening will see if it does something else that it's not supposed to. You know, kidder, the one time that happened to me, you woke my kid up from a nap. What? <laughs> he was taking a nap and you made my assistant talk and the volume was kind of loud on it. What What did I say? What did I, I tell I, it to I do? don't remember. It was pretty early on. <clears throat> hmm. See, and I, I know that I, I once did that where I did the whole, you know, you know Alexa. Play the podcast Beer Blues and BS and did that to try and trigger some people's devices, but only the one time. <clears throat> your viewership uh, or your uh, listenership didn't jump up for that one episode? Uh, no. I didn't get any hate mail or feedback on it, so it's like, oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I guess. That's how it goes. <clears throat> Well, I, I don't know if those were officially final thoughts, but I, I think that was final thoughts. Hmm. Well, I guess keep your glasses uh, at least half full. Uh, there's free beer tomorrow, and we'll catch you on down that um, <clears throat> interesting Tuscan Highway. See you on the next episode of Beer Blues NBS. Yeah, she's about half full. Yeah, I'm down to about half. You guys are behind. Gitter, I know a whole lot better than to try and keep up with you. What's that supposed to mean? It means I, I just know you're the faster drinker and I can't keep up with you. 
Hmm. Apparently, I can't either. Although, I think I finished the first beer before he did. See, most people slow down the more beer they drink. Kidder just speeds up. He accelerates. Mm. Yeah, you got to lean into it. At least that's my take on it. <clears throat> anyway. Where are you taking me? I like Outback. Sorry. None nearby. Oh, they're close enough. Unless you mean out back behind the barn to shoot you, you know, that would be a difference. That, that's fine. Let's do it. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> it's video proof, so I mean, you might get like manslaughter. It won't be murder. <laughs> now, now, now you're up to four suspects just in this episode. <laughs> At this point, I don't care. You have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty. UA Productions presents A Glimpse Behind the Curtain. I'm Swindle You from Millennium Quality Cars, and we are in the middle of our school's already started sale. Down here at Millennium Quality Cars, we have an obligation to sell you the cheapest car in town. And you can tell by my Canadian tuxedo that we are so crazy, cars are practically driving themselves right off the lot. Check out this beauty. It's brand new a lot with brand new tires for only $75. Buy this Ranger XLT and you get this Cutlass Sierra for free. An awesome deal for only $3,200. We've got deals all across the lot. 0.9 financing and $0 down with approved credit. You can't lose. So stop down and see our working cars in our super selection for Millennium Quality Cars right here in Grand Forks on Columbia. Hang on the Canadian tuxedo! Go! Oh!